way the brother walks is beautiful, the way he talks is beautiful, uh, the brother is beautiful, the way he makes love to me is beautiful, you know, that's my man. There could be times when y'all, like, some of y'all could be able to could still record, you know? Well, we never were together, though. We were always separate. That's why we oh. used Anchor. Well, yeah, as we far as availability goes. Yeah, like, it's six of y'all. Just let two of them record an episode. Or I tried to tell them niggas that. I ain't lying. I was like, we should just do teams, man. But anybody say shit, so I was like, fuck it. I got to work anyways. So. I would love to talk about talking animals all night long. But I am <laughs> starving over here, okay? Still got to call the Grubhub, so we need to get this on the goddamn road. <laughs> I ten by ten, okay. All right. So, <laughs> yo, <laughs> work. Hey, everybody! This is another episode of Bacon, Eggs, and Trees. You got your girl Sierra here with Nikki. Hey, y'all. And Nikhil. But 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 but. And we have a <laughs> and we have a special guest. I'm gonna let this guy introduce himself because we've been butchering his name throughout this podcast. So I'm gonna give this fine gentleman. Can I take a shot at it? I know how to say it right. Oh, say yeah, it. yeah. Carnegie. Yeah, that's my name. Carnegie. Thank you. Carnegie. <laughs> you gotta emphasize the knee in there. The yeah. knee is important. <laughs> yeah. So go my ahead, name. Carnegie. Yeah. Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Carnegie. I'm honored to be a guest on your show. Uh, I'm looking forward to the episode. I was looking at the notes before we started, and uh, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. So thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. I gotta stop laughing. Our icebreaker, Nikhil. You wanna go ahead and get that? Oh, sorry. Topic. So we're gonna we we're introducing the icebreaker segment for our guests because we want y'all to get to know them like how we know them. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna ask you a couple. They quick fire. So when we say it, you just gotta pick one and go with it. Okay. okay? All right. Okay. I got you. Chicken and waffles or shrimp and grits? Shrimp and grits. Damn, I done forgot the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost or Tommy? Ghost. Mm. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Brown. Okay. Uh, ass, ass or titties? Or t- oh yeah, that's the other one. Titties. All right. All right then. Y'all know them. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that's all y'all need to know. All right. So let's catch up. <laughs> what have you ladies been up to, Carnegie? What you been up to lately? Um. Shit, not a lot. I work all the time. Uh, I'm working now. I'm in Detroit right now. It's cold as fuck. Um, uh, that's that's about it. I don't do a whole lot. Listen, uh, the winter is coming for the north. I don't know what the hell happening down there. Oh yeah, but it's so, about to be about forty damn damn degrees tomorrow night. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, that shit is crazy. When I left Houston, it was ninety four, and then when I got here, it was about eighty. So I was like, oh shit, that's cool. But then now it's sixty. And you gonna get pussy. Get what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what old people call it. Call it. <laughs> it's cold in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know what the hell that is, but I ain't getting that. Whatever. It's cold. It's just like you catch a cold, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'm a, a bank rep for a company called Credit Acceptance. Uh, my title is market area manager, but Basically, what I do is um, when dealerships in my territory, which I got like 30 right now, um, whenever they're trying to get somebody approved for a loan, um, I'm the person that they call, uh, try to structure the loan to get them to buy it from us instead of another bank. You do underwriting? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. Hmm. I used to work at a loan company. Okay. Awesome. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. That was the best job. <laughs> we got to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. You get to do a lot of stuff to help people sometimes, so that's cool. But, I mean, sometimes, you know, just being frank about it, you, you know, you bust some people over the head, too. But, you know, they're going to buy a car from somewhere. Might as well be with you. Bust sure. people over the head. All right. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Well, I've just been working. Looking for a new this. job. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you looking for a new job. You say that on every show. 
I know. <laughs> when I get one, believe me, bacon, eggs, and trees will be the first to know. Yeah. All right, Nikhil. Awesome. Motherfucking tired. <laughs> I am motherfucking tired. <laughs> Two jobs is kicking my ass, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. But on Thursdays, I think I'm off. So I plan to get some nice, at least four hours of sleep tonight. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I've been getting off, getting back here like one. And last night I made like one thirty. Yeah, you out here grinding. What you got going on? Ross don't close the damn midnight. That's crazy. What the hell? Listen, I'm gonna call fucking child. Exactly. Yeah, the the close the clothing store. I'm gonna call child protective services. I'm gonna call child protective services on some of them goddamn people that be having their kids in there after eleven thirty. I'm like, bro, don't y'all fucking. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, they in there shopping, like ain't shit. I'm like, y'all got school tomorrow. Well, yo, and then mama in there go back there and look. It's like y'all. It was eleven fifty-seven last night. This lady was like, "Oh my God, did you get underwear? You gotta go get some underwear and bra." And the little girl running there, I was about to push her ass in the racks. No, I'm like, bruh, it no, is lady, almost midnight. Come at tomorrow. It's almost midnight. I just don't midnight. understand why people shopping for at that time. Of night. That's what, what the fuck you need from Ross. I could see if it was Walmart. like Walmart. Exactly. I could see if this was a Walmart or Target, and we have like medical stuff like maybe you cut yourself and you need some bandages they do have bandages and yeah, they got a lot of shit in Ross honestly they got some shit in there like, they do okay they got bandages in there they got toothbrush toothpaste <laughs> car cleaning stuff <laughs> laptop cases listen my other thing with that store people be eating food out of there and I'm like oh, hell no nah. something about buying food from one of those I used to work at Burlington and we actually used to go through our shelves like every month and check for dates like expiration dates I ain't never seen that one person check for shit in Ross I was like this shit probably been <laughs> fucking 10 years bags be all crunch up that's disgusting yeah, People be letting their kids eat candy and then be bringing an empty pack up to the register. I'm like, we found this in the in the cart. Yeah, I bet you fucking did. Ain't <laughs> that shit in the store? Oh man. We see them eating the shit in the store. I mean, I'm I ain't gonna say shit to them, but uh, when I'm getting paid to be there, it's okay. But it ain't enough for me to be tackling people for stealing shit. Uh, <laughs> take for it. some damn peach rings, I think the fuck not. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But me. Um, I just been working. I'm also looking for another job because I'm over my current job. I think we all looking for another job. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I need a change. Why is your job hiring hell? Yeah, yeah, we hiring. <laughs> we got we got three markets open in Houston. If you're if you're trying to move. Oh, that's probably some good food. Yeah, yeah, that shit too good. That's why I'm trying to lose weight now. Got down there and I'm gaining all this damn weight. Alright y'all, so our reoccurring question, where we at this week? Mm. Zero for me. Zero. <laughs> it's a drought. It's listen. <laughs> oh. This is not a drought. This is something serious. Listen, it's a drought. Mm. I don't even want to talk about it. I haven't even been sad. pressed for it though. Like I'm I was just about to say Me either. That means it's been too long. That shit ain't even on your mind no more. Dead ass. Long. I just I don't know. I just oh. feel like I have other stuff going on. I'm not. I'm really about to say like, it's fair. Worrying about it. I it's really not on my mind. It. Yeah, I'm trying to focus on other things. I don't need no distractions. I be trying to get in the bed at a decent hour. Oh my god, that is the hardest thing for me to do. Oh. I be thinking about three things. I don't be thinking about dick. I be thinking about work. What I'm gonna eat between work. What I'm <laughs> eat while I'm at work. <laughs> and what I'm gonna wear to work. <laughs> That's literally what's been on my mind the past couple weeks. Dick, huh, huh. Did I have the opportunity to? I don't know. I I I literally think niggas been shooting they shot at me, but I just been like, I'm at work. What you doing later? Work. What you doing tomorrow? <laughs> work. <laughs> what you doing after that? Sleep. Exactly. Like, bro, I'm not finna be getting out of work no damn midnight coming in, bitch, and then trying to have hey, oh, can't even say the word. <laughs> Six. Don't be inviting Hell. yourself over either. You got a whole nother thing happening. Courtney, what do you say? When you turn the light off, it's time to go. When you cut the light out over the stove, it's time for you to go. 
Oh, yeah, he did not. Okay, okay. Focus. Okay, hot topics. Hot topics. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go in just now. It's okay. So, uh, we have a few um, current situations going on. Um, Can we do the first one last? The first one last. Yeah, that's going to take really? a minute. It's really important. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do yeah. that one first. Okay. Let's, start, let's go bottom up. Okay, okay yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, that works. Uh, okay. Erica Mena and Safari are expecting a child. Mm. Yay! Did y'all see them pictures? Their pictures were really nice. What kind of pictures they took? Um, it was kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. That car was trashy. Exactly I'm just gonna like, say it. it that like car a, was trashy. Uh, it was like an older shoot? car, huh? Was it like a maternity shoot? Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, okay. They um, one of the pictures they was fucking on the car and they got caught. No. What? Did y'all not see her stock on that picture? That I think it was in TA. Her stockings, she was sitting on top of the car. And her stockings were like down. And they were... Did y'all not notice any of that Girl, in the picture? that was I didn't even see the pictures. Shoot. I don't think that was... I'm pretty sure they wasn't actually fucking on the scene of the damn shoot, Xandra. I'm just saying, that's the like concept oh, behind the picture. I to say, what in the hell? Y'all ain't had enough? Like one of those pictures, they're gonna be like, this is how you got here. Apparently Oh, uh, Okay. I, I know the picture that you're talking about, but yeah, that was their theme. Um, you know, their outfits were really cute. Yeah, the car was kind of trashy because it had rims ghetto. on it, and I mean, it rims. I don't think they had rims back in the day. I don't know. G H E T T O. But yeah, I don't know. Um, hopefully for Erica uh, Mina, Mina, whatever, however you pronounce it. I hope no, no. having a child calms her down because everybody knows she is crazy. Like she is a loose cannon on reality TV, and that I, shit fake so, anyway. Though I'm about to yeah. say I don't it's know scripted. if she's that way in real life. She could be, and Safari kind of loose too. You know, sending his dick pics to everybody. But yeah, I just hope this baby kind of you know calmed him down a little bit. You know. But you still seen the dick pics? Everybody in the world has seen that nigga dick. It was all over the internet. Why would he send pics? I haven't seen that thing. Is swinging. Oh, child, honey. I'm not gonna look for it either. Yeah, I'm a grown ass man. Got to look and for I, it. I might send it to you. That shit Please was everywhere, don't. all over the internet. You couldn't. I heard about it. Facebook or nothing without seeing yeah, it. Yeah, had bitch. a curve in it. He got a deal, uh, like Must a, a dildo thing. deal from it. They wanted to, you know, use his penis. He did it too. No, he was going to, but he turned the deal down. No, he are, but he had he started it. They already had his mold and everything. They was just like like waiting on him to give the okay at the factory. He oh, so they, somebody whoever was in charge of it. They was on another podcast that I listened to, like the company that, um, uh, the company that went to him to do it, and he actually did the mold, like actually got it molded and everything. And it was like when they do the mold, they have, you know, if you need assistance, they have somebody there. And I'm like, wow, they got a stripper or something. Because you got to wow. keep it hard for like three minutes Why would without, he turn any it down, stimula- without any stimulation. Huh? Why would he turn it down? What did he turn it down for? Um, Somebody, uh, he was talking, and I don't know, maybe this part was scripted too. But I don't know if it was Rich Dollars or might have been Joe Budden. Somebody was talking to him about, you know, his music career. Like, you're trying to take your music to the next level. Do you really want to be known as the guy, you know, with the dildo? Yeah, yeah, nigga, yeah. That don't sound like some shit Joe Budden would say. That's very reasonable. Joe Budden probably been I really think it was (laughs) Joe. It was either Joe or Rich Dollars. Somebody, they was just talking to him. Maybe Rich. Maybe Rich. Because, you know, well, never mind. Then he used to fuck Erica too, yeah. Yeah, Rich done been yeah. in that thing. Everybody fucked Erica on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, a couple a lot of people. Oh, been in that. Damn. Even uh, Bow Wow. Even Sin, right? Wasn't it again? Yep, Sin. Dang. Hmm. Chai. This is a Love and Hip Hop, baby. Trash. Meant. Love, yeah, this is Love and Hip Hop, yeah. Yeah, it's Love and Hip Hop. I honestly don't think she's going to calm down, but. Me either. <laughs> she already has one son. That didn't stop her, so I mean, you know. Oh. But all the best. All the best. And shit, having kids is stressful. That shit ain't gonna calm her down. Listen, I don't know nothing about that, but all more power to you. <laughs> all right, this is the Georgia anti-abortion law denied. Yeah, in um, the beginning of this year, their governor, Brian Kemp, he signed that uh, 
controversial heartbeat bill saying that you know you can't get an abortion after you hit the heartbeat of a baby which is like around six weeks mm-hmm. um so that's yeah that's not gonna happen because yeah. that shit's stupid that's why very but they, I just, I can't stand. It would have went into effect January first, I think, next year. But it's not. Stop trying to tell us what to do with our coochies, I'm not, exactly. bro. Exactly, like these are men making these decisions. Making, yeah, I was just. When I say, say coochie, that. vagina. Well, I mean, I don't think women should be able to make decision any, any either though. Like, I don't give a damn if it was a panel of men or women. You're still telling somebody else what they can do with their body. What they can do, true. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So Heather Patton, this lady mm, is racist. Ugh, I don't know who she is. Yeah. So I was on Twitter and I came across this video of her just yelling racial slurs at a CVS pharmacy, and she was just saying, "I hate niggers" and this, that, and the third. And apparently, she works in the TV and music industry as a costume designer. So of course, the video went viral. And she lost her job, and yeah. Is that the lady that was apologizing? Like, yes, on her story. Lady, fuck you. Talk about I was highly intoxicated, but you know they say a sober mind. I'm a drunken mind. When you drunk, you speak sober thoughts, basically. (laughs) And so, she said she meant all that shit. So I don't have no sympathy for her. She was like, if I can kill the niggers. She said, the law says I can't kill the niggers, but if I kill the nigger, I'll kill them all. Like, she was just really oh, on Since we're speaking of racist, can I just bring this up? Y'all know they're really trying to impeach Donald Trump for real now? Listen, bro, listen. I Leave that man one- in there. <laughs> I ain't listened to one podcast this week, but I've been listening to CNN every damn day. <laughs> Don't impeach that Hold man. Hold on, you said leave him in there? Yes. Do y'all do you know if I mean, he gets true. impeached? That means Pence. Mike Pence, is that his name? He Pardon. is what? We only got like six more months of this nigga anyway. No, I'm saying, but I was talking about hell. Mike Pence. He has a political background and he has the same mindset as Trump. Trump doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Pence he's will actually know what the fuck he's doing. He has a political background, so let's just ride the wave with Trump with his stupid ass for these last. I ain't lying. We done made and it then, this far. Damn. Like, I kind of feel the same way, man. Like, like, let that shit ride. Literally, man. even if they start the process, like they start in the process, that shit not gonna end. But it, like, it takes a long ass time. I'm like, he's still gonna finish his presidency anyway. Regardless, exactly. <laughs> either way. Yeah, Election like, is next year. Yeah, like Clinton. Oh, Clint. Yeah, he he finished his term, even though like it was at the end of his like the same way. It's like the end of it. I think Nixon. I don't think it was at the end of his, so he really had to get up out there. Yeah. But the last well with Bill and Donald, bruh. That's a wrap. Listen, bro. It's Moment. at the end of this shit. We already. Clinton, I didn't Clinton. know this shit was gonna last this long. It's been a shit show for four years. But um, speaking of this lady, uh, Heather Patton, and, you know, I just, I know me personally, like, if I was ever in that situation, I know I'm going to go to jail. Like, I I just can't somebody say that stuff to me and not do anything. And even, I feel like even if they weren't directly talking to me, because I've seen videos where people were, like, going off on Mexican people and um, Muslims and stuff like that, I'm just, I just can't stand there and not say or do anything like it's just not in me so big nigs and trees y'all make sure y'all take up a collection to come get me out of jail cause... oh man go for me i mean i understand i mean unless the lady put her hands on me then i'm gonna have to fight but other than that i'm gonna, I'm gonna record the bitch make the bitch go viral get a check and then leave it at that because it's, it's first of all it's, it's what you respond to because you know you ain't no, I mean, you African-American, but... And at the same, I don't know. If somebody yelling in your I'm face saying, I'm about to nigga, say, Courtney, I, yeah, I, I that know. shit going to go out the window, okay? It's, she going to respond to this ass whooping. Just Something's going to go in her face. Just, That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a bottle. It might be a chair. might yeah, be my fist. I've I never been in that situation, thank <laughs> God, to even... Knock them damn words back down her throat. <laughs> you said nigger, okay. With an yeah, ER. Wait till that shit gets stuck in your esophagus when I hit you in your goddamn mouth. Did that shit stand up in court as fighting words? No. It should. And then set us back for years. What, nigger? 
Yeah. It's a racial know, like, slur. But you know, in South Carolina, they got, you know, fighting words and shit. Certain words is, can be considered fighting words as part of the law. So you can whoop somebody's ass. Like, you know, being provoked. Uh-oh. So, really? I feel like niggas should be the same way, you know? That's true. Okay, sir. Okay. I used to hear people say those are fighting words, and I ain't never seen nobody fight. I didn't say know it was like a law. I didn't know, bro. If I would have known that, could have handled I would have said some shit to some people. <laughs> what are the words? I'm going to look that up later. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that shit to a few people. Amber. Amber. Amber Geiger. Can I give my thoughts on this? Go ahead. Sure. First, um, everybody's really mad about them hugging her. I don't feel that bad about that. I mean, it's still fucked up that while like why is she being hugged and she literally killed this man in cold blood. But from a human standpoint, I could see why they would be hugging her. Cause I don't know. I can't understand the brother. Man, listen. Fuck all that. I'm about to say that personally. Man, fuck all that. See, the problem... Oh, my... I get so mad about this shit. Like, for so many years, black people have to be the ones that take the high road because you don't want to fall into the stereotype. But the truth is, the stereotype is bullshit. Throughout history, I don't care where you look at, where nation is in, it's white people that have the greater history of violence and hate. But black people are the ones that have the label as animals so we always try to do extra shit so they don't see us a certain way but fuck that that dude bro you soft that man, that woman killed your brother fuck that you should have talked to the lord so that you can have peace within yourself fuck her mm-hmm. yeah. that, I, uh, come on with the word mm-hmm. yeah that I, was, do it. I was like man yeah i don't know how his brother was able to hug her i would have been trying to get her ass for another reason <laughs> yeah. yeah man that shit is crazy now the judge and that lady fixing her hair I'm like I didn't mm. see the video so she was actually fixing her hair It's like her hair was disheveled Yeah and I like just she assumed... might have been crying or something So it was all over the place And she kind of was like um, What's his name I call him dear guy I can't think of his name But yeah he said that The cop was checking her hair But I don't think she was checking her hair I feel like you know they check people before they actually go into the courtroom not while they're in there i mean i don't know i'm not a cop but yeah no the way that video uh looked she was like really fixing her hair like brushing it down and um they talked about it on the breakfast club this morning Uh, apparently there's another video of the judge she actually hugged the family first and they said she was going back to her seat and uh geiger stood up like she thought she was going to hug her and they said the judge hesitated first then she hugged her so i guess it's kind of what like the media shows but still at the end of the day whether she wanted a hug or not or you know whatever i she wasn't gonna get no hug i think it would have made a bigger spectacle if she want, went for a hug and she didn't give her a hug i would have walked right past her like i did not see her I i've mean, never seen a she judge have... hug no criminal like i i, I don't care Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Right past like, her. Who who she giving hugs to on the regular basis? What I don't like about the case, I feel like her lawyers or whoever, they whoever that black lady was, because like everybody else, I watched pretty much all of the test of like the other people, her mom, her sister, um, like testifying. Not, mm-hmm. I don't know what they were doing, asking questions or whatever. I watched all of that, but like I was mad because they got that black lady, um, whoever I can't remember her name, to go up there and testify. I'm like. So y'all trying to do this to get back on like the, the black, black that's why I, black that's side, what I yeah. felt because the girl she was like oh my god she's the best person ever I was pregnant she helped me get my my damn crib out of the middle of the interstate and she drove a long way and she's like the best person like literally like she was just going on and on and on and on I'm like I would have been clearly like, somebody paid you or somebody told you you needed to be here yeah. and all this shit. I'm, even if she's a great person you're extra as hell and they're using you and a lot of people do nice shit. Okay, I'm right. sure that Marilyn Manson did some nice shit too. Right. Before, he like, also come murdered on. Yeah. Then they released some and text messages ch- from her. Um, that she sent to, I don't know who she was texting, but apparently she sent some like racist text to somebody. And this whole thing about her being tired because she worked 13 hours i was talking to a co-worker today and i was like a lot of people work 12 hour shifts I ain't nobody hell my daddy worked 12 hour shifts he never went to our neighbor house and thought it was his 
she knew what she was doing because she literally i don't know if this is true but i heard that she called her boyfriend first before she even called the um the cops Mm -hmm. yeah they said she she did texting someone like around the same time that it happened apparently from what i heard she was texting somebody like setting up a dick appointment i don't know that's true or not i didn't fact check that but anyway she was in communication with somebody right around the time that it happened so i mean if you are setting up a dick appointment you ain't that tired and like i said 13 hours i no ma'am no and you walk into your house supposedly somebody on your couch you really think the burglar in there watching tv first of all the key didn't work the key did not work if the key worked yesterday and the day before that i'm just trying to figure out how do you accidentally shoot somebody who you thought like no and she all she got was 10 years i was a slap in the face yeah that's what i thought was bullshit but i blame the brother for part of that too his testimony i feel like swayed the judge a little bit for a more lenient sentence yeah yeah but there's still some bullshit though 10 years man you get more than that for fucking tax evasion right and i feel like she's not gonna do none of that I mean, now I feel like she, she might do some of it. May do five. I mean, she's going to do some of it, but I don't even think she's going to do that. Dang. Nah, she's going to get out on good behavior. That's probably her first That's what defense. I was about to say, good behavior. That's why they probably was in there raving about how great she was as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gonna she going to be out of jail. The whole situation is fucked up. And yeah. I feel like the verdict, um, not saying that it was given, but, you know, that little light sentence and her being guilty and stuff, I felt like, for one, it was a slap in our face as black people and to his family. And also it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, we finally, you know, convicted somebody of murder, a cop. So I feel like they just kind of using her as an example. Like, okay, yeah, we arrested somebody. She's going to jail. Y'all can be quiet now. Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff. Like, oh, you know, we were so amped about all the other murders and the cops getting off. But now they finally arrested somebody. It's okay. Y'all can quiet down now. Nah, fuck that. They even try to get like I guess maybe leniency because when they enter, uh, when they test when her mom was testifying, they was talking to her about one of her mom's previous relationships. One of her boyfriends molested the girl. I'm like, what the hell does got to do? What that got to do, 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 do with her coming in my son's apartment and shooting him while he was watching right. football? Like this has nothing to do nothing. with the, absolutely nothing. The murder. And before you a cop, you got to take a psyche valve anyway. So fuck that. She fine. Yeah, Ain't nothing wrong right. with her. Yeah. Like fucking crazy. And racist. Yeah, and racist. Uh, yeah, that too. But the the thing that's crazy about it to me though, like black, white, or whatever, um, whatever ethnicity she is, we um we're supposed to hold police to a higher standard, but we're gonna let one get ten years for murder. That shit don't make sense. If I go out here and kill somebody right now, they gonna put my ass under the jail. Ain't no ten years crying and shit. The judge is not gonna give me a hug. None of that. Exactly. So, so, but we got somebody that's supposed to be protecting and serving, like, took an oath. Again, supposed to be held to a higher standard, but they get a lighter sentence for committing a, an agreed, a felony. Shit, stupid. That shit's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Getting upset. Well, we just gonna move right along to something more, on a more lighter note, which is black excellence. Bam, 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 bam. So, Black Excellence, today we are going to highlight Raymond Smith, and he is the founder of REP, which stands for Redefining, Empowering, and Preparing. And basically, he runs a nonprofit agency that provides um, free educational programming for underprivileged youth in the New York area. So, pretty much, he is a pilot. And he's teaching children how um, about aviation. He's taking them on free um, flights, teaching them how to fly a plane at no cost to them. And so far, he has um, been able to teach about 10 kids. And now he's currently um, fundraising to expand his program. I really wish they would have had something like this when I was um, little because I would have did it. They have it here. They do? Mm -hmm. In Bowie. I didn't know that. Keisha and Lauren was going to take them, but I don't think they're going to do it anymore. (laughs) They may, I don't know. They actually just started the kids' version a couple years ago, I think, like when I first moved up here. Yeah, so that's great. You got to pay for it. Yeah, I think they said out of all of pilots for commercial airlines, only 3% of them are black. Yep. 
I've never seen a black pilot. I've Me never. Neither. I see black flight attendants all the goddamn time. Yeah. Especially if you fly Delta. <laughs> Delta. <laughs> Delta got some of the best flight attendants I've ever had in my life. Very professional. Yes. Unlike right. other airlines that Base I refuse beat, to name. We'd be late. Probably because they based out of Atlanta. Fuck you, Spirit. Child Spirit got a crackhead. He was like, I use you. Man, I ain't never found Spirit, man. Don't do it. Don't don't waste your money. Know your time. <laughs> if you fly a Spirit flight, you have a good chance that there are at least 10 people on that plane on crack at that very moment. Because them damn tickets too cheap. That's why. Like, right. $60 like... trip to Miami? I think so. Yeah. Alright, yo. So that was our Black Excellence. Shout out to you, Raymond. Nikhil. Or, excuse me, <clears throat> Tafe. Do we have any trees? <laughs> we do, but I don't know what it is. Um, my homeboy was like, it's decent, so I'm going to call it decent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all you said. Like a capital D E decent. Decent. Shout out to I don't decent. know. Decent. Oh, but the new pack come in soon so word and you only smoke in a state where it's legal okay please and thank you management alright so I don't think we had any short order questions which is I actually like, have something we, we do okay Um, I mentioned I was going to tell right. somebody brought up taking a shit at somebody oh when you talk to, sorry. let me go back if you're listening to this that that came off definitely real strong at first yes yeah, simmer down Bring so it back. sierra asked a, gr- a question in our group what are the rules for people that come over to your house and you don't expect sex so um somebody said that you shouldn't take a shit over there at somebody else's house and i was like wow i have a story about that so i was talking to this guy when I first moved, when I first got this apartment, and um, he got off work like three o'clock in the morning, so I was like, "Yeah, come over, whatever, whatever." So he came over, y'all, and things were happening. And he was like, Are "You tired?" And I'm like, "Nah, but I, but you know, we can take a break or whatever. I gotta get some water." So he we laid there. He was like, "I use the bathroom." So he was in the bathroom. But I bitch, I went to sleep. He was in there so fucking long, bro. Went to fucking sleep. So wait, y'all, wait. So he comes out of the bathroom, and I'm like, "Oh." Like I was like, did you take a shit? And he was like, Nah, but I did eat Chipotle earlier. <laughs> and I'm like, So you took a I'm shit? Like, fuck, that guy do with anything. Let me so tell you, you took okay, a shit, that, exactly. So he was like, No, but I, I saw. So you ain't take a shit? And I was, he was like, Nah, I ain't took a shit. I'm, and his stomach started making this crazy ass noise. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, Either he was in there holding his shit, or he need to take a shit. So I'm like, Bro, if you gotta take a shit just go in there and use the bathroom so he was like nah 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 so we start doing some shit again you know what i'm saying we're in the moment boom this nigga really had to take a shit that time he was like hold on this nigga went in the bathroom stayed for fucking ever i went back to sleep (laughs) (laughs) like like bro no you're not gonna take two shits it didn't expect me to have sex with you right after. Bro, get in the shower. Yeah, Nasty. wash your ass. Nasty. Yeah, I got soap that you can He took a shower when he first got over there because he was at work. But I'm just like, you might take another shower, nigga. Like, what kind of Chipotle was that? Did you just tell me there was poison from them? He got them pencil beans. Must be. Oh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for our short order. <laughs> Alright, so now we're going to start on our main topic. So, um, for those of you that don't know, we had an episode entitled For the Black Woman featuring my girl Shay. Hey Shay girl! So now, we're going to have an episode titled For the Black Man. So we can have a conversation about what it's like being a black man in America. Which being is a like, brother. Right. In the street. So we're just going to discuss that. I have some points listed here, and feel free to add on or chime in or whatever. And we're just going to discuss each one and digest it. Let's get into it. So the first one, which is something I really want to talk about, um, the negative conceptions of black men. What are some myths and stereotypes that need to be debunked? Me and my mom was talking about this shit earlier because I told her what the topic was. And I think one of the most common ones is that all black men are deadbeats. 
and they are not my stepdad like my mom had two kids and my stepdad literally stepped in there and became like a dad for for us even though we were like little kids and my brother was a teenager we was giving him hell like I look back and I'm like wow like to find somebody to do that and like come into the house and be that person like my mom was telling me it's like Christmases where like the whole front room was filled with gifts like he bought us so much stuff like we were literally his kids so all black people all black men aren't deadbeats that's very true and I had this very same story like my mom met my dad who's technically my stepdad quote unquote but he's my dad and he met my mom and she also had two kids me and my sister we were two and three years old and so he came in stepped up and raised us and that's my father that's the only father I know and you have some guys these days who see women with kids and automatically just cut it off and be like nah but there's still some good men out here shout out to my daddy black men's are dads period let me just say that because my real dad is he's straight too Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's straight but you know like black men can step up and be that role like i know people always saying that they're locked up and that's not true the ones that are out here yeah yeah, that they're all in jail no it's a lot of black men out here and it's a lot of young black men striving for greatness yeah because my dad has always been in my life as well but my mom got married and my stepdad has you know stepped in and treated me as if i was his own even though my dad was still in the picture so yeah they don't black men don't be fighting each other in the damn street like you see on world star they can communicate like my stepdad and my real dad have had conversations i mean in regards to me like when i went to college they was like well what 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 y'all need a u-haul my dad was like y'all need a u-haul like what can i help out with so they don't be fighting each other making each other bloody they all don't wear wife beaters okay yeah and tim's and their name ain't tyrone Um, I saw, um, I would say not even, not all, um, black men are deadbeats, but most of them are. I did, um, <clears throat> I was doing some research last year and I don't even remember where I found the data at. I was trying to look it up, but, uh, there was data that showed that, um, as far as like involvement in, in, in their kids activities, uh, black men were actually the leader. Um, it was like some census data, some uh, census data. So I'm gonna try to find it, but like a larger percentage of black of black fathers were more involved in in their kids' activities uh, than any other race. So, I mean, that shit is just again, you know, the black people get the bad rep for for whatever reason. I don't know, but you know, not only is it not all black men, yeah, it's, shit, it's not true at all. I'm trying to keep us down, boy, I tell you. It's systematic, man. But we always rise again, you know. You can't keep us down for long. Even though they try to keep us down, we be, like, rising up within ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> we don't really see nobody else. No. I really don't think black You're people right. see other races. I Come really on. don't think black people see... Because I really don't. Like, I see a white person, I'm just like, huh? Like, okay. I'm like, it's still a question mark. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> right. Your skin is white. Where's your melanin? Right. Like, is that a... Is that raw meat? Oh, <laughs> like a pack of raw chicken, like crazy. Like it's like I be looking. Like my manager be talking to me. Y'all be looking at her face. Like, why the hell? Her skin don't got no color. Oh, I can see your veins. I can see all the veins in your face. This <laughs> is blue. Oh, That's man. crazy. I don't know. Shout out to the melanin, though. Yes. Um, any other myths or stereotypes that I can speak of? I think there's a lot more, but they don't it really is. Come to I mind. mean, black men don't wash dishes. My stepdad wash dishes. My little brother wash dishes. My little black men daddy can't cook dishes. though. What? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. I don't know. My daddy can cook. My daddy can throw down. It's a food. black man. Okay. Oh, bla- all black men can't barbecue. That's a good stereotype. Cause I know some niggas that'll burn some shit up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My cousin Tony put that shit down on the grill and don't pick that bitch. <laughs> Courtney, Uncle Leroy cannot girl. My uncle. <laughs> Your name Leroy and Tony. <laughs> Stay away from the to... grill. Okay. Step away. Just keep on dancing. It's alright. Well, exactly. Tony like, Y'all, the damn grill, the shit was black. I'm like, is this chicken or ribs? He damn. was like, no. I'm like, chicken or ribs? I didn't know what the hell it was. I just saw a bunch of shit lined up. I'm like, is this chicken or ribs? He was like, it's chicken. I'm like, Tony, take that shit off the damn grill. He was like, it ain't done yet. He flipping the shit over, fire shooting up. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> eating smoke. <laughs> eating dust. And ashes. 
real. <laughs> He's gonna put some sauce on it. It's gonna be okay. Oh my like, god. He's tough ass. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Hey, not all black men are violent either. Yes. That's another one too. True. This for the white people. All black men not gonna rob you. Okay. Exactly. Black people in general. Clutch your your doors. Black man walking down the street, or if you see a black man in your neighborhood, like get over yourself, lady. Don't. When I see white people, I do the same shit. Most black men are not bothered about you, man. Get the fuck on. Like don't nobody. Exactly. Wait. Because the system over-sexualized black men, I'm going to say this one, all black men don't got big dicks. Oh, my word. That, <laughs> you ain't had to go there. That could have been our who, secret. Who reaction was that? All I'm just black men. That's, do not. Some people got regular-sized penises. I feel like the world, like other races, be like, oh, they got that, that baby arm in their like, pants. I'm like, bro, people man, got, dingo. They got regular. Let yeah, that's what they think. tell you. Tave, say that one more time for the people in the back, please. Because <laughs> it's such a stereotype that all black men have big penises. And uh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to say majority do. Y'all ain't going to talk about the black men. All right, let's move along. I'm not talking. I'm just saying. Not Why are you getting all defensive do. about black dicks? Damn, Zandra. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Dick, dick, dick. She's a nasty. I'm stuck. <laughs> I do exactly. think overall, like if you look at all the races, I do think size overall is bigger. But I don't think like oh, I feel like other God. races be like every black man got that okay. hammer okay. in his pants. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. don't try to over sexualize us. Also, um, well it's not a stereotype, but little boys that don't call them men. They're little boys. Keep them as little boys. Let them live their little boy life. Don't be trying to put them in men place early. Yeah, because exactly. we do that, and then when other when the news do that, we be like, "Well, it was a thirteen year old," and I'm like, "Y'all probably was calling him, come here, little man." Yeah, I feel you on that. Cause sometimes a child should stay in a child's place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a, like, I think that's something that's consistently fucked up in in the home in general. Though, um, I don't even know if it's a race specific thing. I think that you know we get so uh, so caught up in trying to make boys men fast and shit um i think that's i think that's how that happened though that's why you call him a little man trying to like oh you trying to be the man of the house that type of thing like nah really that little man be a boy right mm-hmm. you want a toy car that's too much pressure for a kid yeah you want to go to readers so speaking of pressure um the next um topic i wanted to discuss is um black men showing their emotional side um and I was asking, does showing emotion show weakness? And I don't think it does. But you have some women who think that black men who show emotion are weak. And that kind of thinking from some women kind of steers black men away from us to not trust us with their feelings. Now, I'm not saying be a crybaby all the time. But if you feel the need to let out some emotion, don't hesitate. Like... I'm not going to think no less of you. You're still a man at the end of the day. And you're also human. Like, you're a human being. You have the right to feel how you feel at whatever time. I just think that's something that needs to be addressed. I agree. Take guy trips. We always take girl trips. Go out with your homeboys. Don't do no ignorant shit because y'all are. I mean, <laughs> black men don't cheat, I guess. Oh, I black men don't cheat. Ooh, wait a I minute. guess. No since reason. we appreciating them today. Since we appreciate them today on October 3rd, we going to go ahead, y'all. Black men don't cheat today today tomorrow black men don't cheat this minute right now it's 9 11 yeah call the damn law 9 one one black men don't cheat damn it add that comma between black men and don't cheat and we can keep it talking okay wow. put a question mark at the end of it. black men don't cheat <laughs> how you say you it you got to say it like that yeah don't cheat Man, i don't even i don't even know boy. i don't know who y'all know this is that's that's a problem. See, that's a, a lot of damn cheaters. <laughs> See, that's a stereotype. Hey, black men don't cheat. Y'all talking about they do? They don't. I know a lot of. I know a lot of black men, and then none of them cheaters. None of them. Okay, that's amazing. How old he is? Over fifty, probably. Uh, oh my shit, no. <laughs> I was about to ask, are they single? But hell, they, if they cheating, so they in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. If Damn. they was over fifty, they was probably cheating. You know, them old men was getting it back in the day. They was cheating like hell. 
old men weren't weren't emotional at all. Let me let's since we're talking about emotions and men, yeah. them was some hard ass. Like my stepdad, I've seen him cry like one time, and that's when somebody really close in his fam oh, when his brother passed away. But like other than that, I don't think I've ever seen any man in my family cry. Period. Or any like guy that I've talked to, I've never I've seen them go through shit where I can see like they're going through shit, but like cry. Nah, they actually really don't want to talk about it. I'm like, yo, if you want to talk about something, we can talk about it. They're like, nah, I'm good. Hey, that shit is weird, though. I think it's based off just like what you was talking about a second ago with, like, the little boys and shit. You, you know, you grow up. True, don't cry. cry. Stop yeah. crying. Yeah, but let me tell you, shit, my father-in-law, oh, damn, he be crying, bro. Like, I ain't never seen a grown man cry that much. Like, I'm not laughing. He's super emotional. Because of that. He's I mean, but emotional. that's good, though, crying is like a way to heal the soul like men go through stuff the same way anybody else do i mean you know women so if you need to cry cry like i'd rather you yeah. cry than to keep that shit bottled up and then let loose on my ass one day and then now exactly. i got to call the police or kick your ass I shit go you. cry yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't judge them but it caught me off guard the first time i saw them because i was like damn you know my family the men in my family don't do that kind of shit yeah I feel like the men in my family, if they got to cry, they bring their guns to South Carolina and they just, oh, they cry God. with the bullets. They just, no, seriously, though. They post seriously. They literally will go in the back and just take their guns and just start shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Not at people. Yeah, at yeah. Woods. I know. Yeah, in the country. Yeah, in the country. They take it to South Carolina. That's funny, though. Uh, quick, I had a friend who, I guess he's, he's going through something. And um, he was telling me some stuff in his life that he's planning to change. And he was like, you know, just tell me about his feelings and what he's trying to do. And then he was like, yeah, I don't want you to think I'm being a bitch. And I was like, I don't think that at all. Never. I think that's brave of you that you can get yourself to that point and realize, hey, something isn't right. I need to, you know, change my behavior, change the things that I'm doing to better myself as an individual and get back where I was. So, I mean, black men, take that time, do whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself where you want to be and where you need to be, not just for you know your family or others around you but for yourself as well so find a friend even if it's like a homegirl or a homeboy that you can like really yeah, talk really to trust. yeah like really talk to like i have a homeboy and we talk about all types of shit like that's my nigga honestly mm-hmm. but i can i know it took like we've been friends for 10 years he finally expressed how he was feeling mentally to me because I've been pressuring him because he's in the military he's been going through a lot with that in his regular life and I could hear it in his voice that he was going through a lot and he finally after 10 years of friendship like a few weeks ago he finally was just like dang like I just feel like a lot of pressure and that's all he said and I'm just like wow tell me more he was like nah I just got a lot of pressure on me right now why do I mean, black men feel like they can't uh, express their feelings? Like, counseling is, is real. Like, black people, not just men, men and women. Like, you know, everybody know I ain't going to talk to nobody. I ain't putting yeah. nobody in my business. That shit it's is not so healthy. taboo. They went to, somebody went to school to sit here and get you through this. Somebody is educated and is a professional. Yeah, our answer Like, don't just listen to podcasts. Right. Yeah, don't listen. Oh, listen. That's a that's a topic. That's an episode right there. <laughs> <clears throat> don't depend. Let me not say don't depend on God, but God need to lead you to the therapist. Yeah, okay? he needs some help. Pray yeah, and work. Man. He can't do it all by himself. You need to put in some work too. I always think it's crazy when people try to act like that because you like, you know, everything else that you get from God or whatever you acknowledge as a gift. You know, you go to the doctor. And you you understand like God God blessed the doctor with knowledge whatever you mm-hmm. know to be a doctor but you don't acknowledge the psychologist or it's a doctor for your brain yeah it's the same thing your mental health <laughs> you go to a dermatologist for your skin a what optometrist for your eyes a psychiatrist for your mind and then I don't know a OBGYN for whatever that do yeah. you know that stuff <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this why since you're a guest do you cry like you know. Um, I don't cry very often. I don't. I don't even know. Let me think. Well, I take. I take that back. Actually, typically when I do cry, it's usually like church related. Like mm. I'm in okay. that type of that type of thing. I don't know the last time that I like cried, cried out of pressure. sadness or something. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Let it out when you feel the need to let it out. My brother was trying to not cry at my cousin's funeral. They're three months apart. He, like, at the end, he broke the hell down. And I'm like, you've been holding this shit in, bro. You can't do this. And then his son was looking at him, and I'm just like, Tristan, you better cry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I better see some tears coming out your gut. He was trying to hold it in, too. And I'm sitting there like, why is... I was mad at my brother, but I was just like, I see where he's at. He's not mentally able. But I'm like, Tristan, if you want to cry, cry. But this okay thing, my cry. little cousin, my little cousin, um, my cousin that passed his son, he ain't cry at all. Because his dad raised him like that. Like, you tough, you don't cry, you don't whine about nothing. And he remembered that. Like, he went up to the casket and ain't no tears or nothing. I was like, damn. Whew. Let me be strong. Those I'm black man, we got we gotta be. We gotta feel safe to cry, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, when you grow What's up, safe? you don't. What, what do you think? Why do you have to feel safe? Like why? Like why? What you need because, protection from? Because you're trying to. You're trying to reverse. I don't know how many years of shit. Like you True. grow up as a kid, don't cry, True. don't cry. You better not cry. You fuck around, get your ass whooped for crying as a I'm boy. Say who gonna get your ass up? as a grown man? Man. No, 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 no. Not as a grown man. I'm talking about like as a boy. Then, <laughs> oh, then okay. you get older. You get older, maybe you're a teenager, and if you're not, you know, whether you whether you're in high school or some shit like that, if you come across something, now you ain't getting no women. <clears throat> so then, you know, then that sets you back again. You get older, you're like, damn, I gotta be tough. I gotta be tough. I gotta be tough because I ain't gonna get no women. And oh, my mom and my daddy told me I was, you know, I couldn't be soft. Whatever the case may be. So then all of a sudden you damn near 30 years old, and now they're like, hey, you let let it out. Go ahead and cry. Nah, they need a daughter. That that, it ain't that I think simple. girls are the solution to that. I feel like when a man has a daughter or something, well, not all the time because there's still deadbeats out there. But I don't know. Yeah. You're in the house with her. You gonna you gonna have to do something emotional. Girls, we need that. We get that from our dads. Well, speaking of the house, I, um, I also wanted to discuss um, black men as the head of the household because you know. Men in general, pretty much, as a family, is the head of the household, the head of the family. Um, how do black men lead their families? Wise, I know you're married, so what are some effective ways that you take the lead in your marriage, pretty much? Um, I just, uh, I feel like I, I was supposed to hold myself to the, the highest standard um, in the household, and I just, I feel like I should take responsibility for all the mistakes, so... You know, if my wife, if, uh, huh? Why? Why? Um, I feel like that's my responsibility. You know, as 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 the man, as the head of the household. But that's in any leadership position that you're in, though. So, the leader is supposed to take responsibility. So, if you know you got a group or whatever, if you're leading a group and your group don't accomplish the goal that you have set, whose fault is it? The leader. Yeah. Yeah, same yeah, shit. They don't look at you first. Yeah. So be like, so. what the hell he doing with his family? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if my if my daughter she out there showing out, they be like, damn, the hell. And then if whether it's me and my wife together though, the first person they gonna look at is me. How long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married uh, six years. Six years. Okay. So mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I'm about to get emotional. Yeah, we got married in uh in 2013. Then you want to calm uh, down, Miss Kansi. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah, I mean that kind of ties in um to the whole Fantasia and her husband's story about the whole submission thing and how he's saying, you know, as a man. You know, I'm taking everything into consideration to see what's best for my family. So I think all men, not just black men, just all men need to have that same mindset as, you know, the decisions you make can not only affect you, it can affect your family as well. Right. So take Mm -hmm. heed to that, fellas. And women as well, take heed. Yeah. Yeah, women. Women learn how to step down. Let that man do that. Yeah, let that man do that shit. I think yes. that's my that's my issue. That's my issue as well, because I'm so used to doing everything on my exactly. own. So it's <laughs> exactly. like when I get into a relationship, I'm gonna have to learn how to let me do it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you handle it. That's gonna be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, that lady at my job told me I gotta stop working. Well, she was like, you can't be working so hard if you get a man. I'm like, man, I, I I'm of the theory that that if it's the right man, then that transition is easier because Easy, you'll want to. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. True. Because everything that you were 
handling on your own he's going to come in and take over some of that responsibility so you're going to be like okay well he can handle this he can do it i trust him i don't need to worry about it anymore and that going back to fantasia and her uh, husband that was kind of their whole thing men don't look for that gift from a woman um if you're not ready to lead if you don't know how to lead so yeah because yeah. that's i mean it means a lot too that means like some some <laughs> Uh, I mean, swallowing a lot of pride too. I, I know, mm-hmm. at least for me, at least for me, it does. Even like in in situations where you know you're right, you know maybe you just gotta sit on that shit because mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you think about what's gonna be best for for your relationship or or your family or whatever. You know? Yeah, men are really good at that. Men are really good at letting shit go. Lord, my daddy, shout out to my daddy. Yeah, my, oh, I literally start thought about my stepdad and my dad, and my dad, Jesus Christ, he let some shit go. I'm like, you need to pick that shit back the fuck up need to figure out what the fuck is happening well i can tell you melvin ain't letting shit go okay melvin is like me he gonna get the last word my daddy i, I don't know yeah no he ain't letting nothing fussing go. all the time that's why my little brother actually because <laughs> y'all just the light. I know. my little brother is 14 and he has that trait already to let shit go like i was about to, i was arguing him about something he was like you know what you right and i was like <gasps> i'm not right but they you, you better argue with me nigga <laughs> That was too easy, right? I you know what you're right. He walked. He, he walked the hell off. I was about to hit him with something. Get back here, fucking! <laughs> <laughs> I ain't done. <laughs> man, I got some more shit on my chest. Oh man! I'm gonna text it to you. Go ahead in your room anyway. All right. So, um, another point I wanted to discuss is how do or how can we as black women uplift our black men? So, what's something we currently do as women that we do to uplift our black men and what's also what's something additional that we can do to uplift them speak out be heard (laughs) i feel like we as black women we always are like tearing the black man down in some form you know whether we're always like arguing with them or um disagreeing with them whatever it may be and i feel like black men have enough to deal with you know out in society you know at work or oh you preach it yeah and when they come home they don't want to have to put up with a nagging woman like yelling and complaining and screaming about stuff so i just kind of feel like we as women could pipe down you know just a little bit and not be so harsh on our men um because i feel like that also adds to their stress and frustration and sometimes he you're a man or what your father whoever may have a hard day at work and he come home he may need to cry hell i don't know he may need to just relax but then he come home and you yelling and you screaming and you complaining and you beating him down and not really asking hey how was your day you know is there something that i can do for you type thing so i just feel like we as women need to show a little bit more love and a little bit uh more support to our men because i really think well, I know they are having a hard enough time as it is just out in society alone without, you know, the extraness from us. Yeah, true. Yeah. I just think it's patience, man. Because <clears throat> to your point, like you just said, about when, men, when men get home and stuff like that, it ain't that I don't want to hear whatever issue that you have. I want to hear it, but at this moment, I just need you to acknowledge that I'm home. I need to feel like you're happy that I'm home. Mm-hmm. Um, But... You know, then I'll be ready to hear your problem. Cause I think, um, I think part of that too. I think as men, we have to take some responsibility on that though, on how women react to us. Because one, sometimes we'll communicate well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we'll communicate well to explain that shit. But also sometimes too, like I know it took me a while to express to my wife that, hey, the reason why this shit bothers me so much, when like you know you don't welcome me home immediately or whatever, is because. What you don't realize is that, like, I spend all day going through whatever. I bust my ass at work for you. And, you know, um, you know, not for me because, shit, if I was by myself, I could do half the shit and still be fine, you know. But but anyways, though, like, you don't realize that, shit, most of my day, I'm ready to get home to you because that's such a release, a relief to be home. And then I walk into that shit, that shit crushes you. Oh, man, I agree. You know what? Maybe that's why that essay situation worked out for me. I, maybe that's... Girl, going with that foolishness now. No, I'm serious, though. <laughs> like, maybe... Sh- I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, maybe word. you were his piece. Let's let's leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was, I think. Because he's like, oh, let's go out someplace. I'm like, mm, 
And back to the communication thing, um, wise, I feel like that is really important too because I know we as women, if I'm yelling and screaming at you and you don't say nothing, I'm I'm even more pissed than I was before. Like now you ignore me, I'm really mad. I'm probably about to fight your ass. <laughs> like so, yeah. communication is really important. If something is wrong and my man walk in the house and I'm going off about it, I would really appreciate he just tell me like, babe, I I hear you, I get it, but I just need. 30 minutes to myself real quick i'm gonna listen to you we're gonna address it we're gonna figure it out but just give me some time right now just to like you know calm yeah. the fuck down that's like, tricky you know that's yeah. tricky though because because you because you're right but you know i feel like on the flip side you you also need to be aware too like yeah maybe i should wait say. a second yeah you notice can't just... something isn't yeah right with my man like notice hey he, he maybe he had a rough day like give him you just don't go dumping yeah yeah, yeah. give, give him a second yeah. yeah, communication is key. We got some niggas who argue back with you, and you just going back and forth all day long. And don't resolve nothing. Doesn't resolve anything. It depends on who you run across, too. I used to have a homeboy that used to like that shit. Like he used to... <laughs> but you have to be willing to listen. Yeah, arguing just to be. I mean, it's it's gonna lead to a dead end. Like at some point, somebody has to like shut the fuck up and listen to what the other person is saying to come to some type of like resolution. I mean. Arguing yeah, all so damn day about stubborn. nothing. Yeah, so. I'm stubborn as fuck, man. I don't argue with people. Maybe that's my problem. I just cut people off. Like, ah. Now see you oh, acting damn. like your brother. Yeah. Walking off. <laughs> For you real, like I, I'm a walk off type of person. Like I can think of plenty of times where it could have been an argument, could have worked it out if we just sat down and communicate. But I was just like, yeah, I know how you are. Like he said, patience. I have very little of that. So no nonsense. You ain't care then. If you, I did. If, you can walk, if you can walk off like that, you ain't care anyway. That That's how is. I feel. Sometimes I do care, and like my first emotion is just like walk off, get yourself together, and then sometimes I never come back. <laughs> I'm about to say, but you just can't leave nobody in a situation and walk off to go get yourself together, because to them it's gonna be like, well, shit, she done, and when you come back, he gonna be like, nah, I moved on, you left. That's what happened. Oh, Lord. communication. <laughs> see? Oh. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm still sick over that nigga i'm still sick oh, no. but yeah so um the next one i had was um black boy joy kind of you know a little thing kind of like black girl magic um we need to express more black boy joy you know what i'm saying mm. just as much as we doing like black girl magic let's uplift our kings you know what i'm saying because it's hard out here for a black man i'm not even a black man but the stuff i witness and what y'all the standard y'all have to uphold it's crazy that shit it's is crazy. that shit is crazy we was i was at dinner tonight with uh uh with a group of a group of people um for this class that i'm doing and uh it's only it's only two black people. It's me and this this other black dude. Um, anyway, we walk into the restaurants. We waiting to be seated, and uh, you know we right at the door. And it's a group of nine of us, so you know it's kind of crowded at the door. But anyways, this uh, this older white man walks in, and the other black dude is kind of like more in front of the door. So instead of the white man being like, you know, hey, excuse me, I'm trying to get by, or something like that, he like just stands there, and his face like you could tell he was scared as fuck. And that shit pissed me off, man. I wanted to slap the shit out of this man. Cause I'm like, bro, what the fuck you scared for? Tell him, man, it's cute. You look stupid. <laughs> right. You look racist now. It's yeah, angry. yeah. You look stupid now, cause you just you standing there with your face all balled up and shit. When you could simply say, excuse me, and he'd be glad to move. You know. Right. He light skin anyway, so shit. After him, we not gonna start that. We are not. Oh. Yeah. It's some lady in the grocery store and she was like beep beep but she was in the one of the little motor scooters Ooh, bitch. Was like, mm. she said that shit she was like, beep, beep. I was like excuse me I told Courtney she better be glad I was not with her cause I was gonna set it off in that store I did not I would've been like two two eight. I was like no ma'am it's excuse me cause I just want you to move I was like well I just want you to move but I'm not moving one of us gonna have to move it's not gonna be me let me calm down. Let me calm down. Ooh, <laughs> black boy joy. <laughs> I just want you to move. But, Bitch, I just want you to say fucking excuse lady. me. Mm, mm, I ain't gonna even get into it. This is a good episode. But yeah, that ties up our fourth black man conversation. Mr. Wise, we really enjoyed you, man. 
Man, I appreciate y'all letting me on. Um, I be listening and shit uh, to the podcast. Aww. I try to be supportive. So, um, but it's a good show though. It's good. Thank you so much. Thank you. We listen to TA too. You know the episodes y'all have. I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we coming back or not. But, yeah, uh, y'all don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got smoke with a couple of the members, but you Ooh. know I'm gonna yeah. keep it positive. <laughs> I mean, done delete all our comments. Me and Courtney on the phone, and we tagging our page and. By the time I look, he had to delete all of them. I was like, boy, this nigga ain't oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, oh, he, he tried. Did. You know he petty anyway. He petty. So, do you want to give us um your social media or the your podcast's social media so they can you know follow you and keep up with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast because I'm not extremely active besides in the group. I try to keep that up, but uh, the podcast, uh, Talking Animals podcast. Um, you can find us on Apple Music, uh, Anchor, uh, all kind of, anywhere you can hear podcasts, you can, you can find us. Um, season one and season two are both available on all the platforms. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at the zoo 08, um, Instagram, it's at talking animals podcast. Um, and of course the Facebook group is always a lot of fun. It's talking animals podcast. Okay. So make sure you guys follow them and show your support. Yeah, but not funny. for the best podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, bacon, eggs, and cheese. You know, cheese. y'all can follow us on all social media. So it's Facebook on Bacon, Eggs, Trees Podcast. You have Instagram, Bacon, Eggs, Trees underscore podcast. And Twitter at Bacon, Eggs, Trees. And we also have a phone number that I do not remember. So Ooh. don't worry. Baking cheese. I got it right here. <laughs> okay. One, one, it's one, um two four zero four two seven five zero seven zero. You can call or text us. You know what I'm saying. You don't have to call if you don't want to. You can give us a little text, and we'll read it out on the episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. And leave a voicemail because we're not. No one is really gonna answer the phone. So yeah, leave a voicemail. Um. If you need help with some advice, you have a topic you may want us to talk about on the following episode, or if you just want to shout us out, or I don't know if you need to vent about something. Black men call in if you need to vent. We're listening. Right. We are. Call the number. And to close out this episode, I just want to say, black men, we appreciate you and we love you, okay? Okay. Much love. Love you. Black men don't cheat. Oh. Okay. We're going good there. And then took a left. Push the button. Close the door.